What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to prove to you why it is easier to build a great business than a shitty one. And it pretty much comes down to handling conflict and having emotional strength. Now, I want to define conflict before we get into it, which I define as the negotiation and or propagation of dissimilar values amongst people. And I want to break that down even more. What is a value? A value is that what you act to gain or keep. I value my health and vitality, therefore I eat right, I sleep right, I go to the gym, and all that cool stuff. You value your business, so therefore you work to maintain it and build it up. You value your wife or your husband, therefore you do the things that make him or her happy. And by that definition, that means we're in conflict pretty much all the freaking time, because not everybody has the same value that we have, even in sports, even in, in sports. Let me give you an example, a sports example. Red team versus blue team. The blue team has a value called hey, we're better than the red team. And the blue team has the value called, hey, we're better than the blue team. And the conflict is the sport, and the resolution is the person who asserts their value called, we're better than the other team. If you're negotiating with a contractor, that's conflict. It's a conflict of values. He says, my, my service is worth XYZ because ABC. And you're like, no, I think your service is worth um, DEF because STU. <laughs> and... That negotiation is a conflict. You have dissimilar values and you're looking to reconcile it or come to a conclusion that results in both of you getting your values met. And that means conflict is not inherently bad. There is bad conflict like you should never have a physical conflict inside your business unless you own a boxing ring or a jujitsu thingy. Um, Verbal conflict can be bad. Or if you have the slave morality of a business owner, which is to say you live by trends, you live by what your friends and family say, and you don't respect your own standards. That's bad conflict, and that needs to be resolved as soon as possible if that is occurring in your business. But the rest of the conflicts that you're having in your business are verbal conflicts, and those are easy. Well, they're not always easy, but it's better than the alternatives. And all conflicts take some type of emotional strength, because we all believe that our values are great, or else we wouldn't have them. And people disagree with our values, and that kind of hurts sometimes. And yeah, but people, um, the people who believe that conflict is bad pretty much saying to themselves and saying to the world that they couldn't have values of their own for the majority of their life as a child and as a teenager and a young adult. And they assume that nobody else around it can handle it if they try to negotiate or propagate their own values. And it's a very sad thing that happens. It's very common. I was one of these people once upon a time. I don't think I'm that person now, Um, but it's a very common thing. And it would explain the aversion to conflict that most people have. So as a business owner, this might translate into, hey, I don't want to have conflict with this customer because I really need the money and that is all that matters. I don't think they can handle me asserting my values and trying to propagate my values and therefore I'll just let them believe that they're right for some reason. Now I want to get to the meat of the podcast, which is why is having a great business easier than having a shitty one? And it really comes down to having conflict earlier and having emotional strength. The the easier and the fast, the faster that you handle conflict, the easier that it'll be to handle, the easier it is to handle, the faster that you get to the result that you're looking for. Let's say, I'll use myself as an example. I'm 5'9", 165 right now. Pretty, pretty good weight. Since I left weights, I'm pretty muscled up. Let's say I was 100 pounds overweight. It would be a lot harder for me to lose 100 pounds than to say to myself, if I was 50 pounds overweight, that I needed to start making a change. I had the conflict that I could have had at 20 pounds overweight, then at 50 pounds overweight, 
been at 75 pounds overweight. And now since I've delayed the conflict of going to the gym, having the embarrassment of being a fat ass in the gym who don't know how to use the equipment and all that good stuff, I delay it and I delay it and it comes harder and harder to actually solve the issue. So with your customers, you have certain standards that you need to have that you need to be enforcing. And it shouldn't be too hard to enforce it if you do a good job in your marketing, calling out the people that you actually want to work with instead of serving anybody that walks in the door with a post and a wallet. You can do that pretty easily. That will be handling the conflict as soon as possible. Therefore, it will be easiest to handle that conflict at the beginning by taking the time in the beginning instead of letting everybody come in your business and taking everybody with a wallet in the post. You say, hey, I'm going to think about this for a little bit. I'm going to leave that money on the table for a little bit. I'm going to really think about the person I'm trying to serve and call out them because if I, if I can do that, then I won't have any conflicts in the future with people I don't want to work with, people I don't like that I have to serve now that they're customers of mine. And the same thing goes for employees. Have a template of the values that you want to have for your employees. And when you're interviewing and whatever not, to have those standards up front would cause you a lot less trouble in the long run. So you would confront them at the beginning and say, hey, I have these certain values and requirements. Do you fit them? Are you willing to do them? Yes or no? If they say no, then you know not to hire them. And you save yourself a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of stress, and conflict in the future. And I think you can see why I'm going with this. Have the conflict easier. I mean, is easier in the beginning than it is later. And the same thing happens with personal relationships outside of your business. But maybe that's a topic for another podcast. But the biggest conflict that requires the most emotional strength is when the market rejects what you present to them. You do a marketing campaign. You think it's amazing. You think your copy is the best that you've ever done. You feel like the envelopes are the beautifulest you've ever done. But there's no response for some reason. There's no response. Or maybe you didn't get the response that you were looking for. And, you know, it's that's a can be a terrible feeling sometimes to put out what you think is valuable in the world and have people just shit on it and reject it. Now, what most people, uh, most people will do is fog out and have no discipline and keep doing it and keep doing it and hope it works like that. But to have the conflict solved as fast as possible, you would need to have the discipline to have marketing principles that you follow that you know are worthy and tested and proven and all that good stuff. And then you would have to track your efforts. You would say, hey, this campaign was good because X, Y, Z. And we implemented this principle and this principle and this principle and this tactic and this tactic and this tactic. And they worked because X, Y, Z. You do that. And then you would have less conflict in the future, a.k.a. not having to spend a whole bunch of money to get a customer in the door. Not having to spend a whole bunch of money to keep a customer in the door. Not having to cut your profits down to compete with your competitors and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you can have the conflict of disciplining yourself to follow certain principles and track and test your efforts and pretty much everything that you do in your business, then, and leaving your feelings out of it because, you know, we value the things that we do, but not everybody sees it the way we do. And you have to separate your feelings from the actual implementation. If you can do that, which is a lot easier than doing what most people do, which is the opposite of discipline, undisciplined, dis, 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 discipline, <laughs> undisciplined, Indiscipline, I don't know what the word is. And they'll just not track anything, not test anything, not verify anything, not have any principles to operate by, no standards to have. And they just throw money out the door and watch it never come back. And yeah, that's all I have to say. I think I made a pretty good case of why it's easier to build a great business than a shitty one. And it comes down to having the conflict and emotional strength at the beginning of the relationships between your customers, your employees, the things that you put out in the world, and all that good stuff. And having principles 
and testing and tracking. And yeah, that's all I got to say, man. I'll see you in the next one. And peace out.